0: Broadcasting from New York City, where the weather currently makes it feel like Gotham City during Cataclysm, it's Matt and Brett Love Comics. This is Matt. This is Brett. That was... <laughs> I was wanting a Chris Christie reference. That's well... I mean, dude, we could tie it in, I guess. Why not an early 90s Batman reference instead set it? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Matt and Brett Love Comics is the show where we take comics and talk comics with comics. Today is no exception. Uh, we're hanging out today on our 100th. Episode. Nothing will ever be the same. Nothing. Uh, the worlds live, worlds die, oh, oh. and Matt and Brett will never be the I same. I have six
1: arms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's At the end true. of this episode will be a reprint of the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a cover gallery
2: of, of the, of the uh, podcast cover art for the yeah. previous 99 episodes, which is all the exact same picture. <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: but they're collectible, highly collectible. <laughs> um, joining us today, uh, friend of show, Mr. Kevin Hines. Hey, Internet World
1: internet world yeah I like it is that redundant um I, I think the internet world is different than the real world okay oh definitely I'm talking about the world of people who do a lot of things on the internet versus the world of people who barely use the internet
0: alright do you feel like there's oh I mean yeah there definitely is still there
1: <laughs> I was trying to equalize
2: yeah, the microphone in between all three of us like a triangle
0: uh, it's okay. Great. I'm yeah. a loud guy. I can sit as far away from where's it as
2: possible. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's our hundredth episode which... I'm uh,
1: honored to be asked to be on it. Oh, yeah, we're... You're, you're
2: part of the extended family. We last yeah. heard you on the Agents of Shield episode. Yes. Do so we want to talk have you still watching? I stopped watching.
1: You did stop watching? <laughs> stopped watching maybe two or three up ep- very recently. Oh. oh, okay. And I'm probably gonna come back and watch the SIF episode yes. when that happens. I sure. will
2: say uh, and also, I'm, I don't know, I am biased, because I know, like, I get, Marvel gives me money, so, uh, for, for things like right, not for Full saying Full, humble this. brag
1: disclosure, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, Marvel, um, send me a check, I'll watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the newest episode was good, like, none of them are, like, yeah. great. I but the newest episode newest actually, episode was good. the newest episode actually hit a ton of fun spy tropes. Had a very interesting format, like they actually did told a formatic formatically uh, for tracks is the episode I'm talking about. And then uh, it did the great Buffy thing, where about three quarters of the way through it twisted. And got super, super fucking dark. Yeah. And ended like... And it was it was the first time I was like, oh, this feels like what the show should have been in episode two. It felt like a repilot in a way. Like, it felt like I did yeah. Like, this should have been the first episode. I
1: watched the... Ep- the last one I watched was the one where Coulson was missing and they were looking for him.
2: Yeah. yeah that, was, that was only like two episodes uh, and ago. And
1: Skye was like separated from the group to look on her own, but she couldn't use computers. Yeah. And I was like... I was watching the episode. I was like, I should like this episode. This is a lot of things that are kind of cool. And I still didn't care. It just yeah. wasn't there. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, uh, and then they announced Sif right after that episode. I was like, All right, I'll come back for Sif. And then they announced Deathlock. I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll come back when Deathlock's fully. That confirmed. was that was the most recent episode, yeah, sort of. Uh, but I'm I, I think like more likely is I'll watch a Sif episode and then I'll try again season two. Yeah, yeah that's I'm yeah. not going to give up ever because it's Marvel. I, mm-hmm. uh, just like with comic books, I will go away for a few creators and then I'll mm-hmm. come back because I miss it. And you haven't missed much at all. Yeah, because like if. And one of the problems of the show is
2: the fact that it is not really doing that super intense uh, mythology, like, making feel like every episode feels important and every episode is furthering a story. They, it was a lot of Episode of the Week stuff. And I don't first. even care about that. I yeah. just
1: didn't care about the characters. <laughs> yeah. If I care about the characters, I can sit through a lot more Episodes of the Week. Like, again, like, I think back, uh, we've talked about Buffy uh, yeah. a lot. Buffy had a lot of Episodes of the Week, but it just felt like it mattered because it was happening to characters I liked. Yep.
0: So and used, even if it was yeah.
1: uh, uh, Xander joining the swim team... I love that episode. Nothing really happens arc-wise. Yeah. But I love that episode. (laughs) Uh, I was like, oh, I like Xander. I liked him getting to be a major part of the story. Uh, The characters all had fun moments. I was like, it was great. But when I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sorry if you're listening, uh, staff, (laughs) uh, (laughs) and cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I... uh,
2: just you don't care. A, you are being infinitely more polite than whatever they're getting in their at replies on Twitter. Yeah, so.
1: sure. <laughs> I mean, I think they're trying to make a good show. Yes. And it, it also, there's a part of me that thinks, like, maybe it's just not aimed at me. There's a comic books that I don't read. Like, I don't like a lot of yeah, the I, uh, Avengers stuff right now. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And I didn't really like it under Fendus either. I'm like, well, I loved it under Drupusaiic. That's when they were aiming at me. Now they're not. And I don't blame them not aiming at a 38-year-old man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, <laughs> if kids like it. Then it's working. And I don't know if kids like it, but that's the real question. Yeah. Like if, like, 13-year-old me would have liked it, I don't know. That's the guy you should be targeting.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it may not seem important, but one thing that it's always, almost always seemed important is uh, centennial anniversaries in comics. <laughs> they always seem important. <laughs> they always seem important. Uh, they, 100 is always such an interesting number, especially in comics, because it takes a lot to get there uh it was Up like until ten, ten years or so, yeah up until Marvel <laughs> decided to start quadruple shipping everything yeah. uh, well, so their schedule's weird now,
2: and thankfully, also Marvel started doing that at the exact same time as they stopped giving a crap about about,
0: about like number hundred hundred issues
2: right like, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, but uh in the past,
2: so they
1: just did a nova one hundred
2: yeah they' that's a it's a, it's not it's not a marketing tool like yeah. the the numbering isn't gonna like change at all, but like they will let you know.
0: Celebrating um, 100 issues, yeah. which I think is fair. I think that's, yeah. I, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah,
1: it's a new world, I've never been one, uh, I, I probably initially when they rebooted a few too many times, I was like, oh, I don't like it, and then they did it a few more times, I was like, oh, who cares? Yeah, yeah good yeah. book, I, that's all I care that's, about. That's
2: what happened with me, where I was kind of like, I don't, like Punisher Volume 9 debuted this week. Right, yeah. And part of me was like, it should just be one. Um, and then it's kind of, it's, it's realizing that I can't change it. There's nothing I can do to make Marvel stop making money. So and if
1: the stories are good, doesn't yeah, matter so who cares? what number they put on the cover. The right? o-
2: only confusing thing, which this is not even talking about number 100 issues, so probably shouldn't even go down this road, of just like when you're trying to tell a layperson what you want them to read and it gets like, okay, you need to track down Punisher Volume six. Dicks, but that's tough. the trade is actually volume this or
1: it's called like yeah that it's, so, sometimes some creators or some titles they keep the numbering going with the uh, <laughs> uh trades sometimes they don't like hercules uh pack and lent uh, did like yeah the numbering reset every now and then so it's like like i know it's on my shelf and it's like i need to know they're in the right order because otherwise i'll get confused yeah uh, and that's sort of irritating because i love that run uh but near the end it got really confusing like well, if, yeah. it's like if
2: if none of the number, uh, numbers had ever been rebu- rebooted I feel like it is infinitely easier to say go read Avengers 568 sure. through 570 but no one would do it they're like
1: no yeah but
2: I feel yeah, like the ba- the barrier yeah. to entry I feel like explaining I feel like they're yeah. I feel like it's a, like a quicker it's a quicker um you don't have to read it Go. You don't have to read those previous 500 issues. Go read this instead of. It's hard to do Vinix or fuck <laughs> comics make my head hurt. It's easier to explain. You don't have to read 500 issues than it is to say, okay, here I'm going to write down the name of all the people that made this book because the title of the trade is something really weird. Anyway,
1: yeah. I think also it would help, this would help me? Maybe only me. But if the trades, if you like, in the inside back cover, inside front cover, had like, uh, here are the three trades preceding it. Ah. Some of that, or the three trades that followed it if they've already come out yeah, they like sometimes they do reprints. Mm-hmm. Very rarely, like, I think, like, I read fantasy novels and sometimes the numbers are not super clear on it. It's like, yeah. in the list, the ones before and after, you can, like, oh, uh, uh, great The Destination is, of Forever Cycle. Uh, a good example is Parker novels. I'll open it up and see, like, right. oh, I'm reading the sixth one because they list them in chronological order <laughs> yeah. in the inside front cover because they're not numbered. And you don't need to read them in order, but... Why not? You yeah. to read them all. Sure. Which I'm going to. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. So with 100 issues, um, th- I mean, this is kind of a thing that was much more of a thing when we were all younger, I would say. Still an achievement to get to 100. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, care. especially mm-hmm. even today's climate because of how expensive it is and ultimately cost prohibitive it is to actually produce a comic book. Yeah. Like creating a physical copy and sending it out and getting the bulk discount you would need to print. <laughs> Versus actually being able to sell them. This yeah. is something
2: I wanted to actually look up before we uh, did this episode. So instead, we're just going to guess and make all the viewers, all the listeners, maybe angry who are sitting at a computer and can look up the answer. I apologize
1: to the creators of Agents of Shield who be <laughs> angry about this right now. Uh, what? Um, yeah. Your main Whedon, listeners,
0: Zach Whedon is ripping off his earphones in disgust. Jed Whedon. Jed Whedon. Oh, oh there's right. So many of them. Zach Whedon does the comics,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, What is... (laughs) Zach
0: Whedon's listening for his brother and then ripping his... What was the last series
2: uh, at Marvel and DC? Because it's obvious. What was the last series to hit with number 100 without a reboot? Like, straight up. Without any reboot? I mean, like, at Image, it's easy. It's like Walking Dead, Savage Dragon, and Invincible all did it. Spawn. Spawn Spawn all did it. Um, But, like, at Marvel and DC, is it... That's... Did Daredevil, before it kicked back to the 600...
0: Mm, did that question. volume three?
2: The, uh, See, this is where well, we're I always have going to. No I idea. Because I don't. I think it might have. I think it might have
1: gone up to like, like 100 million. Like, they did a number of things too. It would be like issue 45 followed by issue 100. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, not because, because what I'm issue 60 about.
0: something was yeah. an an, like a 500th anniversary. Yeah, but as long as issue. that's it like.
2: like a, so
1: much though, it's, it's so blurry.
2: I mean, I feel like Spider Girl. Didn't Spider Girl hit 100 issues? It did. And that was a while ago.
1: That was a long while ago because that got rebooted right after it went to Amazing Spider yeah, Girl. Yeah, for
0: like six or seven issues.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know how long. So
1: it's it's weird.
0: But if I've anyone up, out there knows, please let us know. That's really, an actually yeah.
2: really
1: interesting question. Um, 100 issues straight of one volume, basically. If you
2: asking. go to Comic Book DB and find a 100th issue and then click on the number 100, it'll show you all the number 100s that exist.
1: Oh, really? And, yeah.
2: Comic Book DB. Shout out to Comic Book DB. Love that site. Love that site. Um, How much money yeah, do they give you, Brett? I get, I'm get. i getting a lot of money right
0: now.
1: <laughs> a lot <laughs> so of money. Yeah,
2: all these... All these checks. Oh, man. What is um? So what is what hundred what hundredth issues were you like excited about, and did they live up to? Well, we we all got to answer okay. this 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 jam.
0: Great.
1: I have one that's a cheat. What's your but, cheat? A uh, hundred bullets when a hundred issues. Oh, okay. So okay. I was very excited for that hundredth issue. It's not really a hundredth anniversary. It was the final issue. Yeah, it's both. But
2: that's an ambitious. Like, we're going to do 100
1: issues of this. Yeah. I don't know when he decided that, but pretty early on, they're like, how long are you going? And most Vertigo books went like 70, and they're like, yeah. well, 100. It's called 100 Bullets.
2: So they didn't have, probably have the intent, I guess.
1: Uh, I think he could have ended it at 80. He could have gone yeah. to 120. Like, it was pretty tightly plotted, yeah. but not necessarily. There's definitely stories you could tell in that universe. Uh, but I, that was the last time I remember being very excited for something numbered issue 100. <laughs> But uh, what about when you were a
2: kid? When I, I was mean, a kid. Spy, like
1: Spider-Man universe. That's your jam. <laughs> Everything I was reading was past 100 so early. Peter Parker, I remember reading the 100th issue, but I was so young that it was already... Like, what it, happens then? that was... Like I started reading Peter Parker probably at 96. I don't even know. Like, so okay. 100 was right around the corner. and be, 100 that was... was the second appearance of The Spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was knee-deep in uh, uh, like some Cloak and Dagger, Black Cat <laughs> stuff going on. Is
2: that what... Uh... Peter Parker, it was like Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider Man. Was yes. that the whole? Okay, I love so, that title. And it became Spectacular Spider Man. And they dropped the Peter Parker. And then Spider Man eventually became Peter Parker Spider Man yeah, later on. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah. I love the title. I used to always think of it was like there's the Amazing Spider Man and then there's Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider Man. That's how I read it. Like. <laughs> One was the Peter Parker book, which is not, they're both the same. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and then for a while it was also the all new, all different Peter Parker the yes. Spectacular Spider Man. Yep. Yeah. That was how I read it in my head okay. as a child. Yeah. All new, all different. Yeah, yeah,
1: Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man. There's that stays on for even more than one month. It's like, wow. Right? Same as last month. Yeah. See, I I started
2: reading uh, at a fairly good time. I mean, like, New Mutants 100 hit maybe a year before I started reading comics. I think I probably had
1: stopped New Mutants before 100 hit. Well, and
2: also, guys, New Mutants 100 is, I mean, like, it's crazy. Yeah. 98 through 100 are yeah, just most insane. Most 100 issues I
1: don't like. <laughs> I went back and looked at a few before this podcast. Wow. Peter Parker Spectacular, I remembered it very well. Uh, that cover stands out in my mind. But it was basically a normal issue. Yeah. It wasn't like anything big. But the ones I... I, I feel like a lot of they would try to do something cool. Oh, they have to. It's a what, 100th... Uh, I mean, look at the cool things we're doing right
2: now. We've, Shield.
0: <laughs> we've uh, lost
2: S.H.I.E.L.D. We've lost Marissa Rowan and Jed oh, Weed no.
1: They're not listening anymore. Uh, but I, I, I have, I have like, memories of like th- issue 300 of things coming out, and they're always like terrible. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean Uncanny X-Men number 300 was one of my first issues and I loved it and I still love it. I think it's still think it's really good. Save it for issue 300. I know that's the thing is uh I was uh, all the things I read are so like So which one were you
1: you were excited for New Mutants 100? Well I
2: didn't I it was a holy grail for me because it oh, was okay. the uh first appearance of X-Force and then also the first full appearance of feral and shatterstar. So right. I was on board. Yeah. My you first, were already reading after that though? I my first issue of X-Force was like 24. Oh, so you were going back. For. yeah I was digging through them beans uh the first hundred issue hundredth issue that I got was x factor one hundred um which was spoiled from like multiple man was my favorite character okay and that issue is like his death issue um <laughs> and I didn't know that I knew he was sick with the legacy virus because I was very like third grade me was very invested sure. in his character, and that was maybe the first spoiler I ever got was I went to school and some kid had already bought it uh and they like came up and told me, because they knew that I loved multiple man. I was like, Multi Man dies in the new issue of X Factor, look. And, the, oh. and it like made me super sad. Yeah. And I had to go find that issue. And then I wrote I, I wrote and drew a commemorative Jamie Madrox uh comic book by just tracing and copying my okay. favorite panels from the five multi man copy, comics I had.
0: I love it. What not did, a good issue. What was the what was the plot?
2: That was uh Jamie Madrox had the legacy virus. They knew who was super sick and they went to go fight a villain named Haven, who I don't think has appeared at all since then. Um, she so. was like a weird, like mutant cult leader that was very influenced by like India. Like she had like a lot of like okay. jewels and like flowy fabrics and it was very like spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was JM Matisse wrote it and Jan Dursima drew it. I do believe it was oh, that wow. creative team. Um, and they go and oh, I, just, I remember that page as they like, they're backed into a corner and they like, she claims that she can heal people. We like, Jamie's dying. We have, so they just give him to her. And then there's like this page of like that, of the silhouette of like looking up, uh, the silhouette of like Jimmy Madrox standing, and they're like he's healed, and then slowly panel by panel you see him like slowly fall to the ground, and then like it turned the page and like uh, Havoc's like holding him. He's like, ah, he's dead.
0: Oh right, because yeah. she was a she was a BSer, like she her like power a, set was fake. Yeah, like Connor, she was something? like a uh, she was like a Tony Robbins, but of, yeah, like, super was yeah. That's a fun
1: storyline.
2: Uh, and then he died, and then they like had the funeral, and it really, I mean, like that is kind of the end of that. I mean, when Peter David left, that's when the magic ended, but, like, James Matisse like, kept it going. There's still some really fun moments in those yeah. last, like, 12 issues, but Jamie Madrox's death, like, those, that next year of X-Factor is just kind of a slog to get through, because everyone's just, yeah.
1: the I heart of the team the, is gone. Uh, I read the original, like, 20, 30 issues of X-Factor, and then Peter David's brief run. Yeah. And that's yeah. all I
2: read of it. X, the first 70 issues of X-Factor could be condensed into maybe a good, a tight 24 issues and it would be great but there's a lot of yeah. padding i was a big fan of the uh the new
1: mutants they were finding uh, oh yeah they have a name
2: uh they were called um well x ex- the exterminators i think yeah and then because they, they gave That's them the a mini series yeah
1: those characters, Skids and Boom Boom, and... Uh, Richter was uh, one of them. Richter was one of them. Wasn't there a fight? Rusty, that's right. Rusty. Uh, Artie and Leech. Artie and Leech, I think, pre-existed it, though. Yeah, but they yeah. they um,
2: joined. In the, the other world. ones were
1: all new. Was Taki in that? Wizkid? I don't remember a Wizkid. That doesn't mean it wasn't.
2: Uh, he was in a miniseries. I don't think he was in X-Factor. Yeah. Uh, Matter. what are your 100-issue jams? Well,
0: the ones that I liked that were good. Uh, I'll say the one that I was most excited for... <laughs> Was something that Kevin actually brought up on our uh, thread, which was this: oh, yeah. Web of Spider-Man number one hundred, which introduced the spider armor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Inspiration for many killer action figures. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, basically, this one. was uh, <laughs> two, like two uh, or three. This this was the storyline conclusion to, I believe, the uh, Blood Rose story. Uh, Terry Kavanaugh was writing the oh. book at the time, and. <laughs> Spidey was beat up, so to counteract Blood Rose's villainy, he creates an armor. And I don't even think it lasted the entire issue. And in fact, uh, I think, if I recall correctly, and I don't know if I do, I think by the end of the issue, even Peter is like, this was a bad idea. Yeah. The armor? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. it uh, It came and went very, very quickly. Yeah, it's
1: weird to, like, make, like, they put them in the cover, like, this is part of the 100th issue, and it's like, you didn't even like it when you wrote the story. Yeah. Like, maybe <laughs> they came up with the cover first and had to force it in. That sometimes happens, right? Oh, yeah. It might have been, bad. like, an
0: editorial idea that was like, oh, hey, let's do this. It doesn't look bad. It's stupid.
1: <laughs> I, okay, the time, they put a, 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 Captain America war armor for a while, yeah, okay. war armor exactly. for a while.
2: It was uh, Oh, bad. okay, okay. Which, okay. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this for a second. This is Gold War armor for let's a while. do this for, okay, I'm um, the three. Captain America armor, Spider Man armor, Daredevil armor. Your, rank your favorites. Oh, favorites. Man. Like, which one do you think is the it's, best it's, of those three? It's Daredevil, easily. Daredevil? I, I'm Daredevil's For my me,
1: Spider Man because it didn't last. That's no, not <laughs> I'm talking about design. <laughs> looks... I'm talking about design. The Captain America one was the ugliest.
2: Yes. There's no question. So, yeah, no. yeah that's, that's, yeah. I think I, Daredevil's the best. Yeah. Spider Man, Captain America.
0: all stupid. The Spider-Man, the Spider-Armor, the problem with it is... I didn't read was, the Daredevil ones. But you know I, what it I looks what like. It you like... Remember, yes, that's, that's all we're basing this on. <laughs> but <laughs> right. the, 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 problem, the problem with... Uh, I actually liked the Daredevil armor, and I think I'm in the minority Did you there. read the issues? Yeah. Okay. I was reading it at the time because I was obsessed with Scott McDaniel's and art. And
2: also armor. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed um, with needless yeah, armor. Yeah. wear armor
0: all the time. It was... Um, <laughs> and the, the story at that time wasn't very good either. Like he winds up ah. fall, the fall from grace story ends. Everyone you know, oh, yeah. thinks, uh, Matt Murdoch's dead for the hundredth time. Maybe it was only like the 98th time at that point. But, um, then the next arc, it was, it was just like steeped in that sort of nineties, unnecessary necessity to make everyone dark. Like yeah. he's in the next story arcs called like tree of life or something. And or tree of knowledge, I think. And <laughs> the very first thing that happens is he's stopping like an armed robbery. And he does something that Daredevil rarely ever do, does. He actually picks the gun up in front of a crowd of people and points it at the guy who had been holding the gun. Sweet. And it was just like, this is unnecessary. <laughs> Anyways, um, the, pro- the design problem that I feel that with the spider armor was that uh, because of the way his... Costumes designed in the first place, it just made it look like he was wearing a shiny quilt. Yeah, yeah it looks like the shocker a little bit. It, it does. The like shocker outfit. <laughs> yeah, the silver shocker. I think so, that's a ooh, better, better name. Um, what
2: What happened in Amazing Spider-Man 100? We that was the I, six I'm arms. I'm Pretty sure that's six arms.
0: Yes. Now, the
1: first, uh, that's the first Next part of it. for a few story. That was a storyline. Was that Was that
2: a, was yeah. that a um, advertised like this is a big deal thing, or that's no, just like because the, back then the they cover didn't did not do this. show the
1: six arms of, the, no. of issue 100. It may have 101. May have. The the cover the the cover to one oh one
0: did because it, it wasn't that the one where he's getting slapped by Morbius yeah, I mean, off of yeah. a balcony. Yeah.
1: There's definitely that stuff,
0: yeah. for sure. The the cover of the cover of one hundred, I believe, was the one it was a dark cover with like all of the heads of like enemies behind him and he was so crawling, they were kind of doing like the classic yeah. spider so man towards when, the like the cover.
2: As Marvel started hitting all these 100 issues, like when they started deciding, let's make this a thing.
1: Well, like, Fantastic Four was a big deal because it was also Lee Kirby still. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge.
0: They yeah. went to like 103, right? Or 107? Kirby went to
1: 103, and then Stan Lee went a while longer. Yeah. And then he went to Bruce
2: Cameron. I mean, X-Men 100 was the start of the Phoenix thing. Saga. Because um, that is like, they were in space fighting uh, Sentinels. And like, issue 10... In, that issue 100 ends with them getting into the spaceship to come back to Earth, and there's too much radiation, and Jean Grey like takes the control because 101 the is the radiation. is the rebirth cover. Yeah. So that's like, and it's Claremont Cockrum, that hangs over that a wooden a wooden reproduction of that cover hangs over my desk, uh-huh. right my office. Here's an issue 100 that
1: I like. Uh, that's not a superhero 100. Gold Digger. Uh, grew. Issue 100 is where he learns to read. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, he gets upset that everyone. <laughs> that uh that everyone kind of makes fun of him being stupid, and in the course of that issue he learns how to read uh, he's still really dumb, but now he can just read oh. uh, and I don't know there's something something I don't remember even reading that I was like such a silly comic, and I love yeah. it so much, but I remember reading that issue being like that's a pretty cool status quo shift that doesn't really affect anything <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's great, and that's such like a silly idea that like of of course uh. Oh, man, I've never said his name out loud, and I'm just gonna butch it. Sergio yeah. Aragonis. Aragonis, Ser-
2: yeah, Sergio Aragonis.
0: Sergio Aragonis, like that's saying right that with so alley. much. Yeah,
2: he said it with such confidence. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're I think
1: I've heard other people say it before, so okay. I'm just
2: copying people that might have said it wrong.
1: Uh, I mean, I love that series. I bought every issue of the Marvel comic when it was coming out. Uh, I went back and oh. bought all the old ones, and I would buy it again if they collected it in nice big thick drains. Mm, I'd yeah. buy it every time I could get my hands on. I love Groot. Uh, But that issue was a big deal for me. It was like, 100 issues? First of all, I was like, I can't believe it's already been 100. Right. Uh, And then, like, it was kind of a big deal. Well, were
2: there, I mean, were there any comics that you actually started with number one and then actually maybe didn't
1: collect it the entire time, but definitely, like, saw it hit 100? I mean, I, Web of Spider-Man, I bought number one when that came out. Okay. Oh. Because I was buying Marvel Team Up and that became Web, so I just kept collecting Mm -hmm. it. All the image books. I don't even know. I may have still been collecting when I got to 100, but I don't think so.
2: I don't know if I ever did because Generation X only got to seventy five.
0: Um, uh, I mean, they, like the image books for me, I watched them turn one hundred because yeah. I was I was on the ground floor for that. The image I books, obsessed.
1: yeah, I, Walking Dead, and and that's why I was on issue one for both of those. So I,
0: I mean, I guess like, like I could
2: say like my comic book reading lifespan. <laughs> I saw Walking Dead hit one hundred, but I didn't read that to like nineteen issue nineteen. I think yeah, it's my first one. Sort of um,
1: both those with issue one. Um, Do you still have Fables Walking Dead one? one? Um, because don't think so. I think I probably sold it. For I how much? Was, no, I'm not enough. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I sold a bunch of my comics, uh, mostly for space reasons. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's New York. Yep. Uh, I probably sold it long before that. Because I, I bought. I started, when I started getting trades, I'd get rid of the comics. Yeah. Um, I see. Yeah, I'm wrecking. I don't getting the money for it would have taken longer than getting less money for it. Honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. That's it's. god, yeah, space is such. We live in New York. Issue world. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, well,
2: I've just dedicated one whole wall of my office to bookcases.
0: I have a
1: storage locker, but it's packed full, and, uh, yeah. and not just of comics, but with light uh, also. And uh, and then I also have like ten boxes in my apartment that I've just been like, I need to go through so I can sell because to sell them you need to like say what's in them.
2: Yeah. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Hard. To, you don't need to say everything, but I need to say like ninety percent of what's in there. I just don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, uh, JLA probably hit one hundred. Uh, uh,
0: JLA definitely did. That was during the Joe Kelly Doug. I'm trying to think of like, yeah. what the
1: most recent one hundred is. I'm still playing that game.
0: Um, the most recent Marvel one hundred, I think, was Daredevil one hundred in like, nineteen like the or two thousand seven. Yeah. Rubecker.
1: Yeah, but that we're makes going sense. It by that point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Is there anything since then? Thunderbolts because. probably at 100, but I was But they cool they that. renumbered it a bunch. Yeah, but even before I bet the first time it hit on it was like
0: 2006.
2: No, because they the first time it went to like 70 something, and then they did new Thunderbolts for like 20 issues. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And then it hit like 100, uh, and then they sad. put it back in the Warren Ellis's run. Yes, yeah, so there was a new Thunderbolts like a counter for 20 of those. I didn't
1: make it
0: that far. Yeah, issue 100 was May 2006, Corrugated. Of Thunderbolts. Uh,
1: Here's a fun, uh, I think I mentioned this in the email, but one of my favorite 100 stories uh, uh, about the issue is the BPRD issue 100. Yeah. They didn't realize it was 100. Someone pointed it out to them because they do it in miniseries, but they keep (coughs) track of the actual number. they they say number
2: 46 in a series or
1: something is on the inside cover. So like the miniseries is more of like just uh, packaging. Yeah. Uh, And then at some point someone was like, hey, issue 100 is coming up in like four issues. And like we just started a five-part storyline. So it's like issue three of Return of the Master is 100. Nothing special about it. Yeah. But on the cover they proclaim it because now they realized it. Yep. And it's something really – I think there's something cool about that that like they so didn't care. Yeah. That they timed it Well, did, they, did
2: they revert the numbering?
1: They is... now – they keep that numbering on the cover. Yeah. Or they have recently. I don't know if they still do. PPRD is tough because it's all – they'll do simultaneous miniseries and it's tough. I get it on trades. Uh, I live. Yeah, that but their I trades did, are though. like
2: very strictly numbered. Are
1: very strictly numbered. So I like that. I love it. Because that's how I'm reading it. Even though they rebooted the numbers of Hell on Earth. Yeah. That those are within that storyline they're numbered.
2: It's not like X-Men where it's like Uncanny X-Men, the Ultimate Matt Fraction Collection, Volume One, Volume Two, which is also like Uncanny X-Men, Nation X, number like it's still so crazy. Uh, uh, I I mean I, I'm a big sucker for anniversaries of any sort. I love it when things hit 100 i mean also with tv shows i'm very big on hundredth episodes because that was a big deal when syndication
1: mattered mm-hmm, um sure. and it's still like it's it still weirdly you feel good kind for, of
0: matters you but feel
1: good for like a show you like lasting yeah i don't yeah. know it's like it's if you did something <laughs> yeah. yeah uh like parks and rec just hit 100 and it's like oh yay yay i don't get anything from it but i'm yay so many shows <laughs> get canceled that i like well, I feel like really? when I was
2: growing up, uh, like Seinfeld and Friends, like all their 100 episodes were like these big deals where they would like do like these retrospective episodes with yeah. all sorts of stuff. And they really they really do that now. It's tough to have a show that's a big enough hit like, Yeah, they did, the, a
1: big enough hit. No. they did it with the They did it with yeah.
2: the they did it for the series finale of The Office, but The Office was maybe like one of the last big cultural touchstone yeah. shows. and it wasn't even never that big in the ratings, but it was, but never, it was like, for some reason yeah. like a big cultural juggernaut. Sure. Did um, so they do something for episode one hundred of that? I think I think they might have. God, that was like a- I remember five. Angel one
1: hundred. To so go back to Reason. Uh, oh that's yeah, Cordelia. Oh, uh,
0: that's goodbye. Was uh, that the episode? Cordelia
1: comes back for one episode. Of yeah, episode. Great episode.
0: Wait, I thought issue one. I thought episode one hundred of Angel was a hole in the world.
1: No, no, that, oh. that's one hundred like, when Cordelia comes back, but it kicks off that whole storyline. Uh, yeah, uh, that that because it, that is season great, five. Finish.
2: Uh, Buffy 100 is my favorite episode of that entire series, maybe, The Gift, because that's the season five finale. Like, they hit, this yeah. the perfect oh, right. structure of just, like, episode 100 was the season five finale, There's yeah. also possibly the series finale. <laughs> yeah. And they just totally knocked it out of the park with that. I love that episode. Yeah. The
1: Angel one stands out to me, because it was a pretty good season, but, like, from episode 100 on, it was, like, everything was, it was just great. Yeah. The rest of the way. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> boom, over. Yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> Guys, I was incorrect. The, I think, most recent Marvel 100 was Exiles issue 100. When did that happen? That and was that... in t- uh, late 2007, early 2008.
2: That it was that's, after Daryl? After, after Daryl? Yeah. Huh? Okay. By, like, yeah. Months,
1: by I, a few months. I don't believe you, even if though you have proof in front of you. <laughs> yeah. When did Ultimate Spider-Man hit
0: 100? Uh, 2006. When,
1: uh, uh, what happened in Fantastic Four issue 100? That's, I'm just curious what the cover of that was. Look that up. Just, oh, that I was agree. like a, a
0: jam cover... <laughs> With, Just because uh, it was
1: Kirby and Lee, yeah. That's like, that's like their only big one hundred, right?
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, uh, it looks like they had like a villain jam in sure. it. Sure, that sounds
1: right. That sounds fantastic. Oh,
0: weird. yeah, this is back when Crystal was in the uniform because what she and Johnny were dating, right? Oh, yeah.
1: What a great couple. They dated a lot early on. Yeah, and then she had a baby with Quicksilver. Yeah, she's she's dated around a little bit. You know, good for her. She's great. She yeah. did, She married Roman. Oh, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't like because, in my mind, I was like, oh, but what about Quicksilver? But then I'm also like, I guess I never really read those stories either. Yeah. Well, they're, but just because they had a kid together, felt yeah. more important. The
2: only thing I knew about Quicksilver was, like, his marriage was horrible. Like, they were always not. I never read
1: them married. I just read... There uh, was a couple of issues with X Factor that day. I read Quicksilver in. missing her. And I was like, and they had a kid together. And I was like, oh, I hope those two can work it out. Just, like, I guess in real life, if someone had a kid, you're like, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess there's no reason to. Right. Well,
2: now she, now um, Luna was a cast member in Matt Fraction's FF. Oh yeah, that was. Cool. I, I love that book. Does Black Knight also date Crystal.
1: Yes. Black Bolt. Black. No. Knight. Oh, Black no. Knight. Black Knight. Dana. The Black Knight, Black Day- Bolt. Bolt. Not, not the royal family's <laughs> Black Bolt. He would not cheat on Medusa. <laughs> no, that was Black actually. Night. That Jane was. Like a... was always jealous of Quicksilver, and they...
0: Yeah, they had. They they were like having an affair because she and Quicksilver split up, and that was like a '90s Avengers subplot. Yeah, was the two of them were I sort remember of a together Heroes
1: for higher Quicksilver crossover when Quicksilver had a solo series very oh, yeah? briefly dealing with some of that. Oh, John Ostrander? Yeah, uh, Casey he did Heroes for Hire.
2: Casey Jones. Mm. Uh, it was, oh, geez, who wrote the Quicksilver Ongoing? Tom Pire, maybe? I'm
1: uh, I know, Mayor,
2: Casey I mean. Jones launched it, and I loved his art, and then he didn't
1: stay on that long. I think so it was I Tom Hair. Yeah, oh, that sounds uh, right. Because he, he did Hour Man around that. So what was Quicksilver
2: 100, 100 like? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
1: uh, I remember Flash 100, William Messner Lobes. I think it's pronounced that way. That was a mm. great issue. That was a great I- You know what? I wasn't reading that the whole time. That was I was super excited. And that was like Flash Volume Two, like yeah, it was two or first or... Wally West volume. Yeah, I thought that was Wade. I thought that <laughs> oh, was Wade, Wade took over and... shortly after. Oh, okay. Uh, issue One Hundred. I had started reading Flash because of the TV show. Mm-hmm. The Flash TV show happened. I was like, you know, I like the Flash. Sort of like kicked off. The Not super because of the Friends. show. It just like the show was okay. But it was like it reminded me of how much I liked. The it. show had potential, and I was like, I liked the Flash. And I remember liking the Flash and Super Friends. Never <laughs> yeah. really read much of him. And then I was like. I'm going to buy an issue of The Flash. And I went to the comic shop and it, as seen on TV, stamped on the cover. Yes. <laughs> fighting Gorilla Grod. I'm like, I don't buy an issue. Fighting Gorilla Grod, as not seen on TV. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I bought the issue and I read it. I was like, oh, that's good. And I bought another one. And I was like, oh, that's good. And I bought another <laughs> issue. And I was like, oh, that was great. And then I bought, I went back to the back issue bins and dug out every issue I could get until I completed that run. And I com- had gotten all of them before issue 100 came out because I just went like a maniac, comic shop to comic shop to comic shop a <laughs> car and disposable income. Oh, sure. That's like a good combination. Uh, and then like, I was like, it built up to, and he dies in issue 100. Oh, wow. And he's born again in 100. Like, oh, it's not, it's not like Is a, that
2: Impulse's origin?
1: No, impulses is something works. else, but like, it wasn't he an dies, and they had, like, early on in the storyline, seeded how he was going to come back. Uh, so yeah. it was, like, never thought to be a death, but, like, <laughs> it was this great storyline where all of his family... This is so dumb. Uh, you know what? He's the quick and the dead, right? Is that what it was it called? Maybe called? It called uh, that. Vandal Savage had kidnapped his entire families and friends, and, and, uh, and while he was standing on this platform that sucked his speed force out... What well, they didn't know speed force at the time, that's a Wade thing, but sucked his speed out. So he was yeah. normal speed on this platform, and it was like, I don't know, ten feet. Nothing. He's at one end, and he and basically, uh, Vandal Savage is like, "I'm gonna shoot you, unless you can stop me. Uh, and if you and if you run away, I'll shoot everybody else. So you can't leave. Uh, so all he has to do is like run ten feet, but at normal speed, and there's just no way he can do it. Yeah, and it's just this like slow, like, like a few panels of just while he was running as fast oh. as he can. So like there's nothing he can do, and he just gets shot. And, I don't know, it was really great. I was just reading, was like, oh my god, he's dead. And That's then like, awesome. And then I didn't know how they were going to get him out of it. And they did, I think, even by the end of the issue, maybe. I don't think it was oh. even waiting until the next issue. But if not, it was the next issue he was back. I should just start collecting 100 issues. That sounds great. It was a great storyline. And the Vandal, it was a culmination to this Vandal Savage as a villain for Wally West. Which is way overpowering. Oh, yeah. For him, it was great. Uh, Wade took over, maybe... One twenty, yeah, I'm guessing in that right. Oh wow, that's, that's twenty more issues. I think it, I think it was at least or sort one of twelve. I think it was a while longer.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that's um,
1: Wade's Wade's run on flat. Uh, that's flash what everyone was. remembers, but for me, I didn't like Wade's run, and I love a lot of what Wade does because it was like it's and you love a run, and you love a creator. Anyone else, it's just like well, you're not doing what the last guy did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like
1: he got rid of a lot of the characters I liked, and I was like, ah, uh, but. You just, that was my supporting cast. Yep.
2: Yeah. When that and happens the first time, it's just like the worst thing in the world. And then eventually you just have to. Like when, this Jeff, is
1: when Jeff Johns took over, he brought back a lot of the, that stuff, and I loved his run. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have if he followed him. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved Jeff Johns' initial run up until really issue 200, which was a great Which we'll 200. get to
2: in uh, <laughs> uh, two years.
1: Yeah. Two more years. Uh, but yeah, uh, I remember when, when Peter David left The Hulk, there was just. I couldn't read it for so long. Oh, well, it was... Me neither. Like, that...
0: And I think even the stories themselves weren't that good. Like, it wasn't good for... They just didn't have any direction for, like, before they canceled the end of the first
1: volume. And then they gave it to Byrne. It and Byrne wrote it for a while, and it wasn't good. But even Paul Jenkins came on, and I heard he did pretty good stuff. And I was like, I can't. I tried, like, one issue. I'm like, no. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> this yeah, yeah. Yeah, David's Hulk. Yep. It's not what he would have done. It's like, yep. no.
0: And then, like, Greg Pack wrote it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I like Planet Hulk. That was the first time I really came back to the Hulk yeah. as well was, was his run. That Planet Hulk arc. Someone told me it was like, just, just like, read the first two issues. We used to do this thing. This was right when I first moved to New York. A few friends of mine and I, on Friday nights, we would, before we'd go out for the night, we'd meet at my apartment uh, with, like, beers and just pass comic books around uh, yeah. and drink before we went out, and that was how I started reading that. Uh, yeah. My friend, I was a little buzzed, and they were like, just read this, and I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this is, this is, this is not what Peter David did, but this is... It was just fun in its own so right. So good, yeah. It
1: was almost helped that it was so different. I think I bought, this might not be true... I feel like I just bought the hardcover for Planet Hall just on, I was on sale at Midtown. Oh, and I was nice. like, ah, I'll just buy the whole story. Yeah. And then I read it. I was like, oh, good. It was good. What <laughs> <laughs> oh. if it wasn't? Like, that's yep. a stupid thing to do. I with. do that every time I go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I enjoyed
2: it. So now um, when we've done our 100th episode celebration, I thought it would be fun to uh, expand our letters column, my dear.
0: Yeah, it's time once again for, to dip
2: into the letters column. Uh, we got some questions. Uh, via Twitter that I just took informally. Great. Yeah. I don't know really, What is the formal way for
0: us to get questions?
1: Well, I think we, this was
0: the formal way. Yeah, so I think I'm normal. gonna start
1: asking you now if you want to podcast. I'm not, so I'm always a presence. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. If you ever, if you ever want to ask a question, please you can uh, tweet at us at the Matt Little or at uh, Brett White, or you can hit us up on the Facebook uh, page, Facebook.com/slash They Love Comics, um, <laughs> or uh, or send us an email. Um, uh, are you willing to give your email address no not thing? over the internet okay well if you're a Sorry, friend of ours that we world. know that's as far <laughs> as you get with us i don't uh, put anything on the internet yeah so we are still by the way looking for a I name for the letters column we're looking for a few more submissions uh so we can pick a winner uh, and we will randomly pick winners every once in a while and that person will receive a ten dollar comiXology gift card we'll see oh. so send in some ideas we'll see we'll care. see we'll see what happens
2: uh, so one question uh, that we got from uh, Steve Morris at Steve Morris, Steve W Morris on Twitter: mm-hmm. uh, Why isn't it called Brett and Matt Love Comics? Is that a good question? That is a good question. Wow, I All think right. it's because this sounds better.
1: Brett Love Comics, Brett and Matt Love. Comics. I agree, it sounds better than what maybe I'm just used to it though. I don't even know. How do I know. you know? Yeah. No, well, I think it's... I think
2: like maybe, but like Matt, like it, but like. M's roll off the is tongue it the better.
0: The syllables, uh, like the. I think the Matt,
2: M, like Brett,
1: Brett
0: and Matt, both ended T's. Brett and Matt. But I think what that. What is it? Matt and Brett.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> I forgot? Know. I think that uh, Matt rolls off the tongue quicker to start. Yeah, I think that's true. Well, uh, yeah, start quicker than Brewer. Yeah, mm. Bora is a tough way to start a sentence. Yeah, I've lived with it my whole
0: life. It is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a.
1: Uh... Wow. And Brett. but you know, I looked at Matt. More as a leader because his name comes first of this podcast. <laughs> oh.
0: It's because I oh, no. was the one to lift Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why. Uh, for
2: some reason it's in my apartment and I can't move. It. <laughs> well. Because he yeah. left it
0: there. That'd be a great yeah, yeah. prank. <laughs> it was like a really swag thing for me to do is just I brought it over and I was like, I'm going to leave this here it's, and I dropped it through their coffee table. It's like, like
1: the least of its powers, but sort of the badass. It's like, I'm just going to leave it here. Boom. Get out of here. No. Yeah, <laughs> and then like you move out, someone else moving, It's like, well, there's an ancient Asgardian hammer that's stuck here forever.
0: Oh, you got to write that sketch. Yeah, that's that is like a drunk wrote, Thor sketch. Yeah. yeah,
1: I wrote a sketch called Thor playing basketball, and yeah. I wrote a sketch called Thor Loco. So know, we should do a show,
0: <laughs> Thor show. Uh,
2: next question, Thor which is I, I, actually the name of the sketch is Pass the Ball to Thor. Thor. Next question. Trademark from. Trademark. <laughs> Eamon Bell? I don't know how to pronounce E A M O N N. E-A-M-O-N-N. Eamon? 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 I don't know. Guy, okay. ah, I apologize.
0: Like, uh you what talk to have so often, and i uh, so sorry I cannot pronounce your name out loud. Well, you, it's just like comic books. Like hey at, you? It was Bad. Polaris to me for a long, long time. His, oh, yeah, Polaris. His Twitter handle, way easier to pronounce. At No More Mutants. Yep. How do um, you pronounce uh, uh, Dakin?
1: Is it Dakin? Dakin? I think it is. I was D- uh, uh, I always said Docken, and I don't know if I'm right. I think it is yeah. Dawkin.
2: I think I heard Marjorie Luce say Doken.
1: Right. Um, like that's my Twitter question.
2: Yeah. Uh, what will happen to Captain Britain if Scotland votes yes in its independence referendum? I think what it's a great think? question. I did not. I don't. I only care about American politics. I don't yeah, care. I, didn't know that I, I, was I don't. Happening. I didn't. So yes, here's what's yes, happening, you
0: guys. That's great. Uh, in September, uh, uh, Scott. in September, September rather of 2014, there is an official vote. To decide whether or not Scotland should become its own recognized country, not a part of Britain. Oh, Uh, and if that's the case, uh, like
1: Ireland, basically,
0: yeah, people will people will be able to like get dual citizenship. Like, if you are a Briton that has been working and living in Scotland for X number of years, that won't he? Uh, But but he was born in Edinburgh. I mean, he's Scottish. He's born uh,
1: Brian. So yeah. like, oh, he's no, no—he's no longer Captain Britain. He is Captain Scott. No, but see, I don't yeah. think—I
0: don't think
2: he would all of a sudden abandon because he has been caring for the entirety of Britain
0: for
1: right. so long that I don't he, think he, he, he is, would all of a sudden. It's like yeah. if where's Captain America? He's a superhero America? of the United Kingdom, but his name is Captain Britain.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing: you're so looking. He, at so a, all of a sudden, he couldn't
2: protect Scotland anymore. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If, no, he could, but he If was, New York but, seceded and became a state, a Brit. what would Captain America do? I mean, yeah. The
1: question is, he's not a Brit. So, so like, Scott. what does so, the be Brits be to, do? So, is he a Brit. Brit? Oh, he is a Brit now. Like, he goes, wouldn't it be right weird now, if Scott's Captain America was Captain Canada? Yeah. Even if he lived there most of his life, it would be like, but you're from America. You're American. Right. You're not a Canadian. Well, also, I mean, Leslie Nope was born
2: in Eagleton. but <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Don't tell her that.
0: Well, I think that I, I think it's an interesting question, fun, and I, <laughs> I think that I think that you would run into. It depends on what his standing is with the British government at that point, and what the uh, general populace is feeling is on Scotland becoming its own sovereign if it's uh, a country. Super controversial thing because which if I I it's super it controversial, be. I think you run into a man without a country situation, like they that's did a good with, story. Uh, with Captain America. See. They're what, not... uh, I bet you what they'll do, yeah. Dude. Or do you want to run into like a John Walker situation like they did with Captain America where the Brits decide
1: to establish their own Captain Britain regardless of the power set? Mm. Could they just, this is a boring answer, just say he was born somewhere else? I feel like they'll work on it. It's just like not so... mentioned Edinburgh for a few years and then like next time it's So where Captain Britain before. has a Scottish accent? Yeah, I never thought of him with a Scottish accent.
2: So Psylocke has a Scottish accent.
0: I would suppose so. Yeah. Even though everyone probably like
1: Sean Connery.
2: This is this is the problem yeah. of America where we just assume Oh, uh Elizabeth Braddock is British, so therefore she has an English accent. Yeah. But that isn't because British see, this is the we don't understand But the thing is he was they the were Great born British. in they were born in Edinburgh. But where they oh but where were they raised. But unless someone's written with a gambit
1: like uh I don't yeah. assume they have southern and they, accents. And they've never really done that work. Yeah, or uh you know it's like i assume everyone just sounds like me yeah actually you know i don't even read captain britain with a british accent oh i do i don't i can't think i read pete wisdom with like a dirty
2: cockney accent which is probably not true i mean like i like of english accents i know like liverpudlian manchester Mm -hmm. uh cockney and then like english (laughs) i read a lot of
1: captain britain comments i think i just read it in like a tough guy my voice see i've tried yeah. to
2: start um actually trying to put either the voices from the movies or cartoons that i like the most into because i feel like it helps me pay attention yeah. to the story more uh like it get more in inve- that because like my mind really starts wandering anytime reading things i like mm-hmm. so I, ha- I feel like i have to actually be like charlie day is boomerang <laughs> and really like stick to that yeah and then
1: uh like d is beetle <laughs> Uh, yeah, they i like they to read the voices like that. And when the Batman animated series came out, I started reading those comics with those voices because I couldn't help it. Yeah. And when they didn't fit those voices, I felt like the comic was written bad. And I was like, this doesn't sound like Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah. And this doesn't sound like Kevin... I can't read this in Kevin Conroy's voice. It felt wrong. Yeah. And when it did feel right, I was like, great, they're writing it right. Which is crazy, but like, I couldn't... But Yeah, but if, that, yeah, but if like, that's and your Lex Batman... Lex Luthor, for me, is uh, uh, Clancy Brown. When he's not written like Clancy Brown, I don't like him as much. Hmm. Yeah. Like, cool comic collected... Yep, that's my Lex and Clancy Brown was that, man, on that cartoon.
2: Um, Love that voice. This could be a big question. Uh, Also by, from Eamon. Eamon, I'm sorry. Uh, What bands and podcasts do you think different heroes listen to? (laughs) This is, oh, man. It's so tough
1: because I don't listen to podcasts.
2: But what bands do you think? (laughs) Or listen to (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, What superheroes do you think love the Beatles? Like, let's just get the obvious one out of the way. Like, every one of them or, like...
1: Uh, I think... The young ones probably don't think about the Beatles that much. Unless they're, uh... Unless they're hip, I don't know. I think
0: Peter Parker listens to the Beatles.
1: Yes. Peter Parker, like, listens to what his aunt and uncle liked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, see, I think he likes like a lot of jazz, maybe. I think he probably likes jazz, too. But I can see him listening to, like, classic rock.
0: Yeah. I think... <laughs> but I he's think also Hawkeye's a pop it.
1: culture guy, so he's up on, like, the new stuff. He probably likes... He's probably like My Brother Will. He probably loves the, uh... Oh. Everything that's new he like can't help but listen to it but yeah. when once that goes away he's listening to Elvis Costello and the Beatles.
2: Yep. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. who I mean, Peter Parker probably likes they
0: might be Giants.
2: Sure. I would the imagine. New York
1: band. Yeah. I think um
0: I bet you Hawkeye I bet you Hawkeye would listen to WTF and I think if he oh, listened yeah. to podcasts, but I don't think he's even <laughs> that technologically savvy. No, he's no. not.
2: Not but he would really
0: now. enjoy the first
2: ten minutes of every WTF, yeah. and then as soon as Mark Maron started talking to someone else, he'd be like, "Ah, fuck this!
0: Yeah, I want to hear the ten minutes of him berating himself." I think he would listen. I think he would listen to a lot of classic rock, um, like not like heavier classic rock, like like AC/DC type, but I'm talking like seventies, almost like Americana classic rock. Oh, like Big Star? Would he be into some Big Star? Uh, I I don't even think he Tuss- would have a knowledge that deep. No,
1: I feel like uh, I feel like he would listen to like uh, Joe like Walsh, the band. Like, uh, what what uh, what Marvel superhero is a uh, deadhead? Oh. One has to be. Uh, I mean, with like Beast, I could see, see, see
2: Beast. Yeah, uh, I don't like because it
0: cause he's like I feel like smart, like jovial, kind of yeah. chill. He probably listens to like, all damn. song like he he listens to NPR and
1: classical while he works yeah. but I could see him I getting see into or having a phase he probably went through a phase
2: oh yeah uh, it, Bendis did establish in or the last issue of all new X-Men that teenage Iceman loved run DMC or at least like <laughs> listen to it awesome yes, makes course. sense especially once he
1: started wearing that bandana on his head and all yeah. <laughs> he was a little more he was a little more clean cut and dull in the old old comics but like the way he's yeah. right now
2: I have a hard time separating uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's musical taste from Carol Danvers's just because like Kelly Sue talks about how like she's not really like super up on current music, but she does love her like her Kiss and her ACDC and her like very like heavy uh, like seventies rock. Yeah. I can see, I could see being Carol that. being like she's an Air Force um, yeah. pilot, <laughs> like really wanting some like you know macho guitar riff yeah like, tough stuff. What
0: about Wolverine, man? That guy's lived a long life. I what, think that guy listens to like six? a lot of like lap, steel, pedal, slow, sad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that you would hunch over a beer while listening to. He's yeah. not
2: like a Johnny Cash guy, maybe. Oh, yeah, I yeah. But
0: also, I feel that's like I Johnny Cash might be
2: like, that's the newest thing that he listens to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, 60s Johnny Cash. That's pretty new to him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, it's a blink of the eye. I bet you Damien... No. Damien Wayne's too arrogant to listen to music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah hundred percent uh d c is where i get uh, like jason I don't know. Uh, uh Jason Todd probably listened to like punk oh yeah i like, kind of like i uh, bet you crappy he's... fake punk
2: oh no like. oh see that's that um, is that is damning he, the with the with the worst musical taste uh, is when like you get stuff. to like
0: <laughs> shitty fake punk see i w- i would I like Jason stuff. Todd listens oh, to like husker okay. do maybe. and like early bob mold stuff
2: maybe who knows you're not going like blink One Eighty Two, eighty two some forty one horrible stuff no I no like offense that. sorry or no offense i don't like those bands i like that
1: i, I that would think I, came out, I,
0: I associate it. that stuff with like wally west okay i was. oh you know who terrible t- you know who, know who loves west? fish
1: wally west is probably a dave matthews frat guy music that's uh. fair
0: you know who you know who's a deadhead <laughs> yeah. you know who loves fish is oliver queen <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know much i, I only know him from era yeah, he's probably different. I still haven't read him in the New 52, but like... Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. Handlebar, Mustache, Ollie, like, Longbow Hunter's Ollie, that is... I bet that guy... Who watches
1: the Watchmen, uh, yeah. Oliver Queen. Right. Um,
2: I think Rogue is probably, like, a big Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton fan, maybe. I mean, like, I'm projecting my own, like, feminist I mean, country agenda on her. Gambit's
1: gotta be jazz, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New Orleans, cliches down the line for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has to be a cliche. Yeah. Uh, Everything about him is a stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, Asian. that's true. That is true. So he's listening mm-hmm. to jazz music. I mean, like, what is yeah. Kitty Pride like? All big brass trumpets and uh, she's a nerd.
0: I oh, feel like Kitty, Kitty Pride's into like, indie rock. Like she's, she she I can see her listening to... to Weezer. I can see
1: listening to like, whatever the, the latest like nerdy. Yeah, she's a nerd. She's a computer nerd. She's a pitchfork. She's a pitchfork. Reader. I
2: could see that. I'm trying to like. Uh, it's also also like I know Chris Anka, uh, the artist on X Men right now, loves sleigh bells. And he's said on Twitter and stuff that um, Alexis Krauss from Slaybells is his model for Betsy Braddock, like her style. No way. So I can't wait until we see Betsy Braddock outside of her uniform. Oh, that's going to be great. But that's I'm trying to think of, like,
0: right in my wheelhouse.
2: You're, you're, you're like your Slaybells type stuff. Like, I don't know. I like it when I find out what creators think. Of yeah. and listen to because it really influences. But I mean, like, he listens to like a lot of Kesha and Iconopop yeah. and stuff. And like, I follow Jubilee. I, oh, Jubilee f- loves bells Oh, yeah. And Iconopop and all that. I, I
0: follow Kieran Gillen on Jubilee Spotify. I listen
2: to like, uh, like
1: Japanese rock bands and things like oh yeah, right. yeah
0: yeah yeah oh, Adam Gucci sure. she would be all Gucci of... a lot of chip tune
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tegan and Sarah probably yeah. also
0: oh yeah Tegan but also Sarah it's
2: hard to be. separate Jubilee from the era and because I also sure. want to be like Jubilee Guns and Roses <laughs> like, right oh yeah, yeah.
1: Jubilee, so Jubilee now Jubilee now was not born during that or no
2: you... Jubilee now is probably born in like ninety five maybe. No, it's a sliding scale, right? I He's think she'd six? be like, she's How probably
1: fifteen.
2: She uh, I think she's eighteen. 18? I think oh, they okay, have like, the Yeah, I think, the kids, yeah, I think they've I, they've she's grown up at least to the point of like late People teens. People age at
1: different rates, which is hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, Jubilee is twenty, and Rogue's by the same age as once she met Jubilee, or one year older. And Franklin <laughs> Richards is still a child. Well, they kind, they kind yeah. of... kind yeah. of little yeah. sisters gaining on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, be what twins. is like?
2: Uh, what about? I mean, like Human Torch, like Johnny Storm, is like Justin Timberlake, probably right? Like you're.
1: I can see him listening to that. You're like, but I can also see him listening to uh, a lot of rap too.
2: Yeah, I feel like John, Johnny Storm is probably a I can, top forty like Jay-Z, guy. I can yeah. see
1: Johnny Storm listening to that. I can't. I'm trying to figure out what Ben Grimm listens to. He's old fashioned. I feel like that's he's also, like he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a guy with a record player. I don't know, yeah. And not because like it's cool, because like
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: but know. also hard for his fingers. Oh yeah,
2: you can't do it. That's like the record. worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Needles goes through needles. He's got a robot that doesn't. work. Oh Herbie. It. Herbie. yeah that's, that's what he does yeah. now
2: um cyclops here okay this is the thing like uh, okay man uh,
1: listens to everything
2: <laughs> <laughs> Beatles or stones i feel like you can almost even go that way like with characters like are they a yeah. Beatles guy and i would also throw the kinks in there even though i acknowledge that wider culture kinks aren't at that level but in my head they are uh like wolverine would be a rolling stones compared to the two i think if he had to pick
0: I bet you that Cyclops listens to angsty stuff like Nine Inch Nails.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no. No. Re- that's his personality, but he doesn't listen to that. <laughs> Harry Nielsen. I bet he doesn't listen to music. He doesn't like to enjoy himself. Yeah, that's fair. I can fair. see that. Like, music's kind of like a waste
2: of time. Yeah. Because he's he, a very strategic just reads guy. Like,
1: yeah, he just reads like uh, war manuals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, but in like... If yeah yeah text- manuals. It's textbooks, like a how- to I mean, What is yeah. Thor? Like if Thor li- <laughs> If Thor listened to modern music, like music from the last hundred years, what would he what like?
0: Would, yeah, what would Thor like? If Thor would like cock rock? do oh, yeah, Thor would be Thor would be into AC because I'm trying be like. There's Thor definitely heavy riffs. I feel Thor like there's like badass stuff.
1: Yeah, but, but
0: I... no, but I feel like his pop culture sense would He'd probably be Metallica. Be... He'd be a Metallica.
1: I'm guy. trying to
2: think of like instruments, like modern day music that would utilize instruments that would be familiar to him. To,
1: it's like he might be so out of touch that he would just listen to stuff that's like so innately good. It's unquestionable. Like like, like it has to be like Nirvana's first album and Beatles. It's like all the, the things that have just stood the test of time. Because mm-hmm. like. He's coming yeah. in fresh. Like Beatles, Supreme. Something just grabs everyone. Yeah. Or maybe like... not. I don't know.
0: Cyclops listens to any band where the... I, I can't
1: see Thor listening to any music. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, <laughs> Cyclops, Cyclops listens to any band where the lead singer died too young.
1: Oh, he's a big Jeff Buckley fan.
0: He's, he listens to Buckley. He listens to Nirvana. He listens to Jimi Hendrix. Janis um, Joplin and the Second Holding Company. company whatever
1: Gene Gray was listening to when she came to the. Academy.
0: No, you know what? That's exactly what yeah. it is. He oh, listens wow. to
1: every mixtape she made. for Oh him. God,
2: that's so sad. Um, podcast it from Emma. Podcast. Yep. I, Kitty probably listens to Nerdist. I would say.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably,
2: probably, uh, or like that 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 brand of. Even though Nerdist is very kind of dude heavy, I, mean, I don't know enough
1: podcasts, But I feel like if there's like a, uh, 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 something even more like less pop culture nerd, you listen to that even more.
2: Oh, probably uh, overthinking it or whatever. Ben, our producer Ben Regibe listens to. Yeah, they uh, are on the same to, level. Like, she's a computer the programmer. Podcast. She's she a computer programmer. Like she's yeah. a Dance Silver fan. Yeah, for sure. Dance, Over? dance
1: Nate Silver. Dance Silver. Nate Silver. You're right. Oh, so also, Silver, Kitty Pride would
2: love. I feel like Kitty Pride would love like classical and like ballet. I mean, like she's a dancer. We also we forget that like she took dance classes. That, yeah. Like I feel like she definitely would have a fine arts side to her. Yeah, Professor uh,
0: Xavier is a dancer. Remember when she said
2: that? Oh. but that we could seriously build an entire episode around this. Um, I think we have a last question that's actually a big one. Oh boy, Um, wasn't the big one? No, well, this is that's a. This is actually. Well, this is um, from uh, a friend of mine. Well, I know. I think most everyone that asks questions anyway. uh, Okay, uh, we
1: have to follow you at the very least.
2: My boyfriend's friend Sarah um, asked me this question. Uh, I would like to. I would like help. Twitter handle. Uh, well, her Twitter is private, and I only oh, that, saw it because that, that, we're because I'm friends with her, that's so I don't know if you read. Her name one. is Sarah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that's fine. I don't need so to then know. we'll answer this privately. Are yeah, you kidding. Sarah?
2: <laughs> we're already. Um, I know that we're,
0: we're
1: gonna whisper into the mic so only you can hear.
2: Yeah. Everyone else, take the earbuds out. Uh, okay, I would like help. On, this is also multiple tweets because it's gonna be a lot more than one forty characters. Okay, I would like help on how to read a comic. I'm serious. I've never read a comic. I don't know how to get one. Uh, I think I would maybe like the new She-Hulk because she is a lawyer. Sarah is a lawyer. I think she does fashion law. Uh, Where do I buy it? Do I have to go to a comic store? Please don't make me go to a comic store. Can I subscribe on Amazon? Can I get it from a library? Basically, please explain how comics get from Marvel into my hands in a non-scary way. Thank you. So there are 2 sus suss-outs. There's an actual legitimate answer. And then we can actually talk about... Uh, comic (sighs) book stores actually do scare people and I actually think that is a very real
1: I think it's a a totally real concern I may have even talked about it on this podcast they scare me yeah Yeah. I don't like the people in a lot of comic book shops (laughs) But that we want to answer the real question first. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Uh, comicsology is 100% first off a really great question. Yes, this man. is exactly what we like talking about.
1: Comicsology is great because also they do guided views sometimes if it's yeah. new that can help you out, right? Yeah, yeah, because a lot of we, we should describe we've, what that means. Uh, we yeah. discovered
2: that when people try to read comics for the first time, it's like a, it is I think it's definitely a brain thing. It's definitely like a just a, a thing yeah. where because we've got people on the show that don't cannot naturally figure out how to read left to right in comic book pages because. Yeah. Um, which is also some, it's not, sometimes it is not the reader's fault. That is a, that can poorly, be a fault of a artists. poorly laid
1: out. Yeah. Bad storytelling. You're
2: probably not going to get that with a mainstream Marvel book right now though, because yeah. all the, especially like She-Hulk with Harvey Polito, you're great.
1: It's
0: so easy to feel like it's your fault too. Yeah. When you're reading something <laughs> and especially you for the first suss time. It out.
1: Yeah. Whenever um, I read a word balloon out of order, I'm always like, not my fault. I've been reading too long. Yeah. Yeah. Someone My eyes up. go where it's supposed to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> head to, the first thing that we would suggest, I'm guessing that you're probably familiar with an iPad. Thank you for listening to the show, by the way. Uh, you can download an app called Comixology, C-O-M-I-X-O-L-O-G-Y. The app is free. The app is free. Yeah. What you do is you can start an account. Uh, it's free to start an account. It's like it's iTunes. Other, it's yeah. essentially iTunes for comics. Yeah. Yes. like That's the easiest, yeah. Uh, and then what you'd do is you'd search She-Hulk. I would recommend... Which is uh, not out yet, so if you do it right It comes
2: now, out, uh, it'll be out
0: by the two, the days, two, two days
2: on. after this goes up. Okay.
0: Yeah. Or so. So there'll be a brand new issue, and they'll be advertising it uh, the Wednesday after this goes up. If you head there, you can pick it up, and then it's, uh, if you put a credit card on file with your account, it's a one-touch purchase. Yeah. Uh, the same with any other sort of in-app purchase on iTunes. Also, if you
2: don't, also people who don't have an iPad, Comixology is also, you can use it on your website and on laptop. Yeah. You can go yeah, to yeah, Comixology.com yeah. and do the exact same thing and just read the comic on your laptop. Or your, your uh, phone. Or your phone. Uh, and also easy, Kindle Fires also do it. Yep. Yes. Um, All tablets.
1: Co- or go to price. midtowncomics.com and order it online through their site. They're really yeah. great about delivery. Now,
2: I do, like, the... Com- they so, might have a
1: minimum order, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, like, digital, digital is 100%. Th- and that's also why the digital marketplace is, is succeeding. I mean, Comixology has been one of iTunes' best-selling apps for the past yeah. two or three years running simply because of this.
0: Um, How about this? If you want a physical copy... You let us know. We will buy it and ship it to you. <laughs> or Jeez. hand it to you. Do you we make something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll see you and I'll give it to you. Okay, uh, if she
0: lives in the city, then um, we will hand it
2: to well, you. No, actually, this, this brings us I to a know. thing. This brings us to a topic that um, scary and non scary comic, comic book stores in New York City. Because uh, I do think this is a very real topic. Yes. I, think, I, I personally think that Midtown Comics, all three locations, is the most accessible comic book
1: store in the city. It is, but when I go there. And as a comic book reader, it's very crowded. Yes, that's uh, the problem. There's often pockets of people having loud arguments about comics <laughs> and, yep. and talking and it's, it's off-putting. When you don't read comics. I like walk through and I hear people like going like, it's like, oh, you don't think Hawk would do that. It's like the cliche of it. Yes. It, it, it bothers me yes. because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't enjoy that. So I don't, even though I'm on this podcast talking about comics, <laughs> You don't uh, want to, be, yeah. I don't like it most of the time. I just want to get my thing and go. And I find it sometimes hard to go there. I try it, to go there when I think it will not be crowded. Yes, started.
2: like we, we just went there today, like Thursday afternoon when we went there. It was very like pretty much like if you go on a Wednesday, never that's go a Wednesday. never going on a Wednesday unless you're a devoted person that just wants to get. Um, but I do. But but or weekends are tough.
1: Yeah, or right after work is tough.
2: Um, but I do, I do, well, I do think that, it's tough.
1: I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of stuff. I think Midtown is a great, comic Midtown is store. a
2: great store that they, they compared they, to
1: most all of them. I mean, like, and they don't just carry a Marvel and DC. They're really good about getting a lot of the indie stuff in there. They yeah. got great trade selection. I think they're an amazing, and amazing, probably the best comic book shop, partially because of their online and partially because they're in New York yeah. and a great And location. also but easier, well. easier yeah. to, drop the ball.
2: relatively easier to find things in there. <laughs> And the staff
1: is pretty helpful. Uh, no, the
2: staff yeah, I've never had a bad experience with every if with any staff at any midtown.
1: If they don't and know also, the answer, they're on walkie talkies to get someone who does yeah. know the answer. Mm-hmm. Also all the staffs
2: are actually like pretty fifty fifty gender balance too. Yeah. Like a lot of like women also work there. I don't make eye contact, so. I don't <laughs> make, I but I think that's also the fear that people have, especially like female readers have, of like going to a store and meeting like the lecherous comic book perv. which oh, yeah. I've been to stores in New York City that do have those kind of guys that feel that way. If you're, but not
1: not all of them. I've had comic book up growing up that I really loved, but I loved them because I knew the guy and he knew yeah. me and they took care of me and that sort of sense. But like, other than that. I've, and I've, I used to travel, and every time I went to, I think you talked about doing the same oh, thing, I, did do I always would look up comic book shops and check them out. Yeah. I was just curious. And back then also they'd have like a lot of quarter bands I could find, old comics. Yep. I got like the whole Superboy and the Ravers storyline <laughs> for like five bucks. And I was like, oh, I was interested in that. I yeah. Got it. So I would go around, and I've been to a ton of comic book shops, and a lot of them are pretty good. Midtown is
2: better than all of them. I,
1: I yeah I Star, Star Clipper
2: Star Clipper is still my favorite. But that's in right. St Louis. If you're right. Right. So oh Sarah, you're from St Louis. you with the college there? So
0: if you're looking for more of a boutique feel too, I would recommend uh, Bergen Street Comics. Yeah, in Brooklyn, uh, it's, they won't
1: they won't have Marvel DC anymore, but they have a lot no, of stuff.
0: But they have a they have a really cool like it's it's laid out like imagine a cool boutique clothing store, and that's what Bergen Street sort of set up like, but yeah. for comics.
1: And if you're looking for non superhero stuff. That's a great place to go. If you just want to try the form of comics and read good stories in comic form, that's a great place to go. That's the place to go.
2: I will even say this, though, about... I mean, specifically, this is what I was getting to about um, me handing you the comic, is I feel like if people are afraid of going to a comic book store, you should ask your friend that goes to comic book stores to take you to one. Because I even also think that even though Midtown feels the most like a big chain store, which I think is why it feels so comfortable. It's like it has hardwood floors. Yeah. Everything is nice. It It's well had, lit. It's well lit, and it actually has a design focus yeah. that feels like a chain. It's not like a yep. basement with cardboard. Uh, but the problem is, is, Midtown is still laid out like a comic book store. I do not know how I could explain to someone in a sentence how to find She-Hulk number one in there. It's like, you go in... The new issues are on the right. You're so going to have to go yeah. all the way to the back because it goes like Dark Horse DC. Yeah. yeah. And if, it's, to, no,
1: that's if it's just out.
2: Yeah, and it's going yeah. to be on the top shelf because it's not alphabet. Like, it's. Yeah. And it's it can go out a week, the, week
1: later, it's in a different place. Yeah. A, and that, a month later, it's in a different place. Yeah. that
2: That's where it gets a little bit confusing. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like, you're for, like if you're scared of a comic book shop and want a physical comic, it's like, ask a friend. So, so you
1: could go into Midtown and say, I'd like to get Shoehawk number one, they would hand it to yeah. you, and you could buy it, and you could leave, and you'd be out of there in a heartbeat, and they would do that and be happy to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and there's three <laughs> locations for Midtown?
2: Yeah, there's uh, one at Grand Central. I find the Grand Central one, one of is often
1: uh, quieter. I like that one better. Yeah, it just, is. I'm never near it. It's not as easy to get to. And also the Fulton Street one downtown. I've not been to that one. Because that's yet. where I used to get mine when the, I worked the, the, main, the Times Square one is always crowded. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. and they downtown. have crazier hours. <laughs>
2: because yeah. they like when I mean, they're crazy as in like they're open almost yeah. all the time uh, let's
0: not forget Jim Hanley's Universe too, which is <laughs> sure. uh, on the east side in Midtown I have not been to the new store I was oh, the yeah. smaller but the, the staff the staff over there has always been really genial and friendly yeah. whenever I've gone in and I don't know I like I like when I can um, you know sort of fuck around and joke with the people that work there mm-hmm. and they're sociable enough to like Talk about stuff. I
1: like that too, though I never do that. I want to be able to do that and then I don't want them to talk to me otherwise.
0: <laughs> okay, our conversation is like ended. A, Good day.
2: I can't, like I started even doing that to Star Clipper and that's in St. Louis and I only go there maybe two or three times a year. But like this last time, uh, like the owner like recognized me from like the nice things I've said. Yeah. And, like we talked for a while and I like started talking to and I feel like if I lived in St. Louis I would totally be fine with doing that. But for some reason in New York I feel like no one has time to talk to me. I don't talk to Tom. time to talk to anyone. I'm getting myself a go. It's a good
1: thought. I agree with that. (laughs) But in Tennessee, I would go and I would talk Uh, for hours. I would go to the place called Cave Comics in Newtown, uh, Connecticut. And Mm -hmm. uh, I like that place a lot. I found it when I started driving because my comic shops had gotten worse because the guy who owned it had died and his son had taken over and he wasn't doing as good a job of running it. And I think he was always trying to unload it. It was tough. And then the other ones that had popped up were all speculator-driven uh, and then I started driving and looking for better and better ones, and, I, and I, this was like half an hour away versus ones that were like five minutes away, but yeah. it was worth the drive. The guy was great. He was good about like, oh, you like this? Try, Like, you like this? Try Bone. He recommended Bone issue number Ooh. one to me. I was like, all right, it looks stupid. I took it home. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. I read another issue. Oh, I want to read them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, he gave that to me because he could tell the stuff I liked. It was up my alley. Sometimes he would recommend things I didn't like, but it reached <laughs> a point where I tried anything he told me because... He had steered me right enough. Yeah, I liked that place a lot. When I left Connecticut, I stopped going there. Pennsylvania, there's a place right near where I worked, which was like in a strip mall. Technically bad, but it had a great recommended shelf. Ah. The people who worked there had great taste, yeah. and I discovered a lot of great books there. It was also a great era for that. A lot of great... Um, like, I discovered Cain by Paul Christ, A Skeleton oh. Key by Andy Watson, uh, uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Uh, wow! Which, I discovered all that from their recommended rack, and I was just like, go there every time. And be like, what else have I not read on here? And I liked ninety percent of it. That's awesome. Uh, those are great shops that I. I don't know. I don't know the name of it. Sadly, it was yeah. just the one right across the street from where I worked Sounds like a dream. It was great. I would go. Over, it didn't exist. I, Wednesday at lunch, I would go get comics. I was like, I, I feel like I was like, I could, I could wait, but why? It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah
2: um. I, th- I mean, I think comiXology is the best. Yeah. Comixology is what you should do. It's you have a fact. tablet
1: in particular. Yeah. Tablet, and even no on a, la-
2: a laptop... Um, well, on yeah, a if you laptop, have a tablet, is also... there's
1: no question. No, yeah, a tablet is... Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy, Yeah. and, uh, uh... I don't know.
2: Because, and th- this is also a problem that the industry has. This is why comixology is so important, is that when I was a kid, you could go to a Walden Books, or a yeah. Walmart, or a Kroger, or a Food Lion, or, or Food... Giant
0: Eagle. Wait, what? Giant Eagle. That oh, was in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um... Yeah,
2: because I would, thought I was going to get some views about a uh, food lion, some some skewed
0: views. Food,
2: food lion was uh, not a national chain. I don't know it. It yeah. was it was big in the south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. was Kroger, Krogers. Um, but yeah, like nowadays you can't do that anymore, which is, yeah. and also the thing, uh, even before Marvel pulled, they were all like more expensive in Barnes and Noble, like the two 99 books, they were all a dollar
1: more. Yes. didn't know when they came out, there wasn't anyone there who could answer questions. Like if you yeah. did like go and go like, I need the first issue of She-Hulk, they'd be like, Oh, I don't well, know. That's I don't know. It's a magazine. It's so magazine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but a comic shop would always know the answer. Um, I always had comic shops. I was lucky.
2: I well, never had to go book, buy
1: them anywhere else.
2: Uh, grocery stores
1: were my default when I was a kid. Um, that's all I did. Will, when, Will was reading from a comic book shop before I remember not reading comics. Ah. So, like, I was very young and Will would bike to this comic book shop and then I would read his comics and then when I was able to bike, I started getting my comics.
2: I mean, there were two comic book stores in my, like, town when I was eight and started reading comics. And we would go to them and they were like special trips. It's like when I wanted trading cards or back issues. Once a week. And I would go and I would see all of the um, direct market versions that, you know, that came out sooner than newsstand. And I'd be like, yes, I'm going to the future. They have all the comics from next month, but I yeah.
1: have to wait. New comic day. I'd jump on my bike, bike over there, so excited. Get a candy bar at this place next door, get some comics. It was great.
2: I I didn't even know that Wednesday was new comic book day
1: until I'd been reading for five years. It wasn't always Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, well, I, mean, I didn't know Wednesday. that. I didn't
2: know there was like a regular time even that they came out. I don't out. know if it was.
1: I, I don't know. In my mind, I knew when my shop got them. I don't know if it was Wednesday. Across, like, Wednesday yeah, was I the day. Fridays being a day. Yep. Uh, uh, it used to also be because of, of before the internet. It was sort of like you didn't like if mm. your shop got them put them, got them Thursday and didn't come <laughs> out till Friday. Friday was your new comic day. Or right. Like I
2: that. got my first pull pull list in '97 when I was like in middle school, and I had like a list of like ten titles, and I would go every week. And some weeks you'd be like, I don't got anything for you. Yeah. And the other weeks, you'd be like, oh, you got three,
1: you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know. I had to go every week. I went every week, but I could also not. The pull list meant I could like wait a month and go get them all, but I couldn't wait. The pull yeah. list was stupid because I would go and just buy the media. other than they would definitely order enough. Yeah. Like in that sense, but it was stupid in the sense that I got my book because I was there. Yeah. Uh, oh. can, I tell you, can I tell you a terrible comic book story? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, my yeah. Astoria neighborhood. I don't know the name of it. Otherwise, oh. I would say it. The one right at Dittmar's. Have you yeah. Been in that one? Yeah. I,
2: I shot a pilot there. I was shot in a pilot. A, well, Bridget shot a pilot there,
1: and it was set in a comic book store, and I worst, played the
2: owner of the comic book store. It's the store. worst
1: comic book store I've ever been in. <laughs> it is
2: uh, one I, of them.
1: I used to go in there once in a while to buy bags or boxes. And you lived next to it, basically. It was, it's like, on my way to the subway. It's yeah. the most convenient comic store in the world. I used to go in once in a while just to be like, I just missed a train. I'll go in and see if there's something I want to read on the train. And it was always sm- filled with smoke first yeah. of all. Oh, God. So right there, it's already very off-putting. Like They either had been smoking or just smoking or were currently If they were currently smoking, I often just laugh.
2: That's insane. That's also um,
1: against New York law. Nine out of ten times when I walked in, they were in the middle of an, an argument swearing at each other. And we're <laughs> swearing on this podcast. I don't care about swearing. I'm just like, this well, is Well, we're so- also not... Like, <laughs> we're not business owners rack. trying to, like, uh, sell you things. It's so awkward. The first rack you see when you come in is a children's rack, but it's, like, <laughs> you to know, a smoke-filled, ex- expletive store. I mean, I think they're they are based purely on selling book back issues on, like, cons. Yeah. But it's a very unpleasant place to be. Uh, it was just, like, an we angry killed him. vibe. I don't know. This is... Just the picture
0: that you're yeah. painting for yeah. me in my well, head. It was it just too, a it too, just, it was just just an unpleasant. angry vibe from
1: the place. Like I, just uh, in, I was like, oh, it just feels like you don't want me here. I yeah. there was uh,
2: Josh Flanagan also used to live off the Ditmar Stop <laughs> for yeah. my fanboy, and I and he talked about that store because he, he said the exact same thing. Like there was a comic stop literally at my subway because it is on the platform. It's, the it's platform. insane. It's on yeah. the pl- and he was like, and I would not go to it. I would go into the city. And he said because like he would hear them. This is this is where it's a funny turn of events. He said he, he heard them saying like gay expletives, like all the, like just like pejoratives all the time because they're very ignorant. The pilot that I shot, I played, Bridget wrote the part for me. So I was a comic book owner that I ran it with my husband. Great. Love it. And so like both of us were like in there playing a gay couple running the comic book shop while like the person who opened had to watch us.
1: Which Uh, was kind of like, this is really good revenge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't stock great, but they have a decent trade selection. Like it it wouldn't be a great primary shop, but it would be a great, like, me popping in to buy yeah. a every now and then. I the, wouldn't have done it. But the it was, air yeah. conditioning... was
2: so unpleasant. The air conditioning wasn't... We did that uh, shoot at, like, 8 a.m. Uh, in the summer, and yeah. the air conditioning was not working. It
1: was, like, super hot in there. Ugh. That's the least of their problems. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just people who don't, like... They're, they're not trying to be open to yeah. customers. See, it's the opposite of Midtown. Like, <laughs> it makes you... Want to get out of there rather than like, oh, they're doing everything they can. The staff is doing everything they can to make you like. That. The thing I know not about Midtown is it's popular. Yeah, what could you be so
0: angry about?
1: It wasn't always. That you were group. just like yelling just at each yeah. Well,
0: gay people, maybe.
1: Like, <laughs> and I didn't listen close enough, and I probably not as sensitive, so I wouldn't be aware. I was just like, they're just screaming yeah.
2: and swearing. <laughs> I want out uh,
1: of here. No matter yeah. what they're. Yeah. This, uh, during one of like.
2: Because when we drive home for Thanksgiving, usually we drive home on Wednesday. When, from New York to St. Louis, drive on a Wednesday, and me being me, I make Sebastian. I make us like stop somewhere in between New York and St. Louis to go to a comic book store in between that expanse. It's always a different shop. Yep, right. uh, and a couple years ago, we stopped at one place that was, uh, in, and it was in Ohio. It was a hole in the wall. Uh, and the store itself, like, it, in order, like, Sebastian used the bathroom, and he had to fill a bucket up with water to flush and wow. there was, like, a, a sign that said, please use Bucket to Flush. Oh, boy. Um, all, like had all these silver and golden age, com- like, silver and bronze age comics, like, in stacks on the floor. That you could- and the, the thing was, was, and it was not, it was a cramped, poorly organized yeah. store. But the owner was maybe the nicest, most enthusiastic, positive person, like, he was just happy to have someone in his store. He just talked to me. He left me alone when I wanted to shop, but then he would I talk like to him. me. He would recommend, like... He, the, the best thing was, he was up to date on... it was at, We're at the New 52. He was up to date on all the New 52. Really liked iVampire. Like, the fact that he was still reading things, still excited about things, and also still excited about things that... Like iVampire, that you didn't hear much about. Yeah. Like It's like he has discerning unique individual yeah. taste and it, also it, it cares. feels
1: good when you're buying a book If the guy buying it says like either <laughs> i've read that it's great or yep. oh i want to read that just anything like that it's like oh you this isn't just i don't know it's it's affirming to be like oh you're as invested in this he, as i am
2: he when i told him that we were like traveling across country and they did they like only they didn't have a copy of one comic he was like he took it out of one of the regulars pull list to sell to me because he wanted me to have it and he was like this regular only comes in like once a month i will have a reorder here by the time he gets here because he, he hasn't That's been great. here in a while, he was like, "Here, I want you. To, like, I want to make sure you have this. You're looking for it." And he was like, "That's so That's nice." Great. Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. unless he like screwed over that guy out of his copy of, I think it might have been a staunching X Men. Um, but it, it was. He was super nice. I hope that his store has improved. It I want to
0: hear more hilarious stories about. Comic book stores. I want to hear ridiculous experiences <laughs> yeah. at comic book stores. please, it also, also great.
2: Like these these are
1: exact us. stories that make Sarah terrified to go to comic book yeah, stores. Yeah, I mean that's what I get when I hear that. I'm like, well, I wouldn't go. Yeah, I don't want to go into one. I love comics.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like it's the problem my home. It's the problem of like they're small. T- they're small businesses. It's yeah. like it all depends on the owner. Yeah. Like yeah,
1: I mean I'm like you when I'm with Cat, uh, uh, my wife. Uh, If I see a comic book shop anywhere we are at, I'm like, I kinda wanna go in. She's like, Do you need to get anything? I'm like, No, and I generally don't find anything, but I'm just like, I want to see what it's like. Yeah. Yep. It's kinda sometimes I get things rarely because I kinda get everything I want immediately. Sure. It's a look into an alternate world. Yeah.
2: It's kind of it's kinda like sliders in a way. It's like you're stepping into another dimension that if you lived in this city,
1: these could be your friends maybe. I go in and I'm sometimes like, I would shop here. If I lived here, here's where I would go. I could see going here. Sometimes I go I'm like, nah, I don't like this place. But I always want if I see one, I want to go in it. I always do. I like, so, but do you I, want to do
2: a web series where we all road trip and go to different comic book stores? Would be a fun. So this is get a Kickstarter I like this going. Idea. Kickstarter.
1: Let's do this. I don't know if I want to spend that much time with you guys. Let's go <laughs> to every fair. comic book store along the East Coast. Uh, I would, would be smoking and swearing again. Like we've both done this. Like when I traveled, like I said, every time I would look up in the phone books. Yeah. in That era, uh, and I would look for comic shops yeah. and find one. Uh, guys, what a what a
0: hundredth episode! Wow, exercised same size. It, a, it was a little bit of a bonus size, right? Eh,
2: no, we're about just it. Tell me it's super long. I mean, we can keep going. This no, is just, this I, is nowhere near our
1: Spider-Man Origins episode. Oh, me. right. Just lie to me. Tune in to the next podcast to see if Brett still has six arms. Yeah, yeah. To see what happens to uh, uh, Matt Little's uh, legacy virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I
0: thought I was cured, but this uh, long duster that I'm wearing because that's 100.
1: <laughs> yeah, we still we figure you're tuning in for the first time because it's episode 100. Right, we want to bring you back for 101. We need a cliffhanger. There's gonna
2: saying. be we're, we're gonna we're gonna face a reboot. It's not reboot, but a radical. <laughs> we're gonna face a radical cash
1: cash change. I uh, know uh, a, a, a tone. <laughs> new, all new, all different. All map. new, all different. Oh, I Congrats. like this. It'll be me and Timmy Wood <laughs> doing like a PTI argument over. Will uh, be. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys will be our guests. <laughs> I love this. Uh, we, now I want to. Now issue, I want that show to episode happen episode 120 do an alternate reality where you never did the podcast I know we, does it.
2: and I think we should also do like a negative, ish, a negative issue a negative where it's one. like a prequel like yeah
1: there you go Just <clears throat> episode <laughs> 1 million that was a DC thing
0: yeah oh yeah oh in the future talk Robo
1: about, Brett and uh, clone Matt Little uh, oh, doing I'll be the clone
0: I'm okay with being a clone
1: I don't like robots sorry what no one's cloning you man you're gonna be a robot Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I guess that's true you've been piped Marvel's already uh, mapped your brain somewhere you know it Oh, yeah geez. that's what you get for going in the offices remember when they hired you and they said first plug this into your brain yeah and it that was, was the mapping your brain but no yeah. that was just how they took my lunch order uh
0: guys thanks so much for listening for a hundred episodes uh if you've been around since the beginning if not go
1: back download all the other 99
0: which you can because they are all evergreen for the most part yeah at least uh, half of them are evergreen all available on iTunes all available in Stitcher or any other listening medium Matt and Brett com. you can check out uh Some
2: back issues that we've mentioned already, like the Spider-Man Origins episode with Curtis Rutherford and Katie Hewisberg.
0: Or if you are currently watching S.H.I.E.L.D. and you want to know what our thoughts were on the pilot, and you can go back and see what Kevin's thoughts were at that time versus how he feels now. As well as Timmy's thoughts on
2: Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can do that. Um, You can also leave a review in iTunes. It really helps us out in ways we don't understand, but we like it when you do that.
0: Yeah. um, You can probably purchase... She-Hulk, some old She-Hulk trades. We'll put some old She-Hulk trades in the show notes. If, since we, remember. We, discussed it. if uh, we remember. Please click through from them. Those are at Amazon affiliate links. They're great books. Uh, right. A lot of fun, and it kicks a little bit of money back to us. Helps keep the lights on and the audio running. That's truth. Uh, if you have any more questions for us, make sure to tweet them at us. You can find our
2: our Twitter information on the Who Loves Comics tab on Mattbretlovecomics.com.
0: Yeah, uh, as always, you guys are our best mouthpiece, so if you get a chance, if you're at the shop, you're hanging out, you're smoking, you're, you're cursing. calling people, you're calling people some epithets. <laughs> uh, yeah, You're sweating because uh,
1: there's no air conditioning. There's no AC. Uh, just And you're you're about to jump on the N-Train.
0: <laughs> yeah, the last thing, N-Train, literally, that's not another epithet. Uh, <laughs> make sure the last thing that you say before you the doors close is listen to... Uh, effing Matt and Brett love comics. Except not episode 100. Yeah. Uh.
2: Yeah, listen, we
1: talk, hey, any press is good press. Okay, cool, yeah. Right? <laughs> s- s-
2: specifically episode 100. Yeah. you, man. Thanks, as always, to uh, producer, Ben Ragib, who keeps us in line. And you were there since the beginning. You encouraged us to do this. He is why we do this. We do this for you, man. We did it all for you, man. <laughs> no, but seriously, we wouldn't have this show, actually, if it wasn't for Ben, who said, I want you guys to do this. I will do all the stuff you don't know how to do to make this happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's good people. In he's fact, one, he's I, the one who's
1: going to make a robot out of you.
0: Yeah, yep. He's the uh, Professor Farnsworth to our uh, Fry and Bender. Cool. I don't don't like want to be Nibbler. I like Nibbler. The Nibbler, you can be Not Nibbler. A star.
2: But like, but that's why I like him he's like a, third... to be a supporting character yeah. that's
1: me I'm the supporting character yeah
2: oh I guess yeah in the world of the podcast but so I feel like in life I'm a supporting no I don't I'm a star
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, come wow.
0: back next week for a book club pick we will be announcing that on Twitter uh, yeah we should start doing that maybe that would give us some more followers and... uh, um, but anyway. thanks again for listening until next time this is Matt and this is Brett and we love comics and uh, All you gotta feel alright <laughs> <laughs>